Well, hello and welcome to Watch What Crap Ends, a podcast for all that crap we just love to talk about on the old bravs. I'm Ronnie. That's Ben over there. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. What's going on with you? Um, you know, I'm just ready to embrace this week. I'm, I'm refreshed from the weekend. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm happy. I really enjoyed your Instagram content over the weekend of you making the famous pancake cake, the slander cake, as you called it. That was really cool. I haven't been able to stop saying slander. I've just been walking around yelling, slander. (laughs) I'm making myself crazy. (sighs) But yeah, fun times. Uh, Good to be back here. How did the cake turn out? Great. Oh my God. So good. I mean, you told me offline how the cake turned out. I shouldn't have asked you. I shouldn't have asked you beforehand because I'm sure people want to know how the cake turned out. So oh, it was great. I mean, it's great. You can do whatever you want to. It's crepes and, you know, like a cream cheese type filling. So <laughs> there's really no going wrong there. But yeah, it went great. And it was super fun to make no. it. It's like making crepe after crepe after crepe after crepe and stacking them up and then needing more crepes and then going back and making more. I mean, that's a lot of crepe effort. <laughs> And then you have to make them all the right size, you know. Ugh, it's a lot of it's a lot of effort. I, it's so funny because on Saturday, uh, I was like, I woke up. I I had some buttermilk because I had made like a soup with buttermilk, and I had a whole thing of buttermilk left over. So whenever I have leftover buttermilk, I'm, I usually want to make pancakes. But I really wanted to make pancakes, and I was like, why do I want to make pancakes so badly today? I was like, oh, that's right, because we talked extensively about pancakes and crepes and pancake cakes and whether or not you were going to make a pancake cake. So it was like so in my brain. So I, too, had pancakes, but I did not fashion them into a cake. They were just, you know, free form, free form pancakes with syrup. Well, now I feel like you're They're like delicious. sabotaging me because I have buttermilk as well because I made some cornbread. I had like a little family dinner party thing here. And so I made cornbread, so of course I had some buttermilk, and now I have buttermilk down there, and now all I'm going to think about are pancakes. They're going to be calling to me, pancakes! (laughs) And maybe I'll go really crazy and make them with gluten, because my family is mostly gluten-free, so there's a lot of gluten-free flour, so everything costs, you know, five times as much to make it. So maybe I'll make some good old-fashioned, cheapo, glutinous, evil pancakes. Yeah. Make make gluten pancakes known as pancakes. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely recommend doing it. The the rest of, well, we've actually talked about pancakes a good amount on this show. But did you you did once when we talked about crispy pancakes last time, you did try it with the oil, didn't you? Or did you not? No, no. I I think that's heresy. Remember? I will never do that. No. Oil? No. I'm t- not how you make a pancake. Try it. I'm telling you, it's gonna it's a game changer. You're listen, you're in a pancake experimentation phase right now. And I say, as long as you have the buttermilk and you have the gluten, why not just try to make a pancake with oil? Just see how it goes. If you want, put, you can put the butter in the oil as well. So that way I mean I'm telling well, you. Well the tastiest I think I've ever it's, done it's, that it's people thought were the tastiest was in bacon uh grease. <laughs> so there you go. So there goes my judging oh, wow. right out the window. But anyway, the point is, other people are cooking, and they're doing it on television way better than we are. <laughs> Off television. Well, in theory, a lot better than we are. In theory, I don't know. <laughs> Today's episode was questionable, for sure. But welcome to Top Chef, everybody. This week, we this is on the main feed. So hi, everybody on the main feed. We've missed you. If you've missed Top Chef recaps and you're not a Patreon member, get the hell over there patreon.com slash watch what crappens we also do video recaps over there this week we're gonna do a trailer recap uh 
no, no. So, well, we are yeah. going to do that. Yeah, yeah doing... we are. Uh, Southern Charm. Yeah. Southern Charm. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's a holiday weekend coming up, so I'm not sure <laughs> what we're recapping and what we're not, but <laughs> everything. Okay. We're, we're recapping. You still got... Listen, you are you are still in like a post pancake kind of haze. So like I think we're all gonna give you some we're gonna give you the, the space to have the confusion. Yeah, thanks. Cause it's there. <laughs> it's there whether you give me space for it or not. Just like me. I'm just there. It's, Ronnie's on a plane. I'm there whether you give me the space to be or not. <laughs> uh, well, I'm giving this you is, the space to be confused. <laughs> this is <laughs> so condescending. Thank you. When say things i like thought that. it was sweet so uh but i love condescension i'm from texas that's how we communicate i love it <laughs> I, I call it positive reinforcement um so uh top chef so this is episode 12 of season 11 and you know this is a point in the season where let's face it the show should be over okay like this should be the penultimate next week should be the finale it's usually 12 or 13 episodes i don't know what they're doing this year they're gonna make it 900 because it's bravo Mm-hmm. But uh, it's that time of the year where it's like the crazy, funny people are gone. And I think even the people naming the episode are kind of tired because <laughs> this is the title of the episode. Uh, we're on a boat. <laughs> well, I think that's a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a reference to the SNL skit, but like, oh, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. Watched that but if you don't time. know about the skit, if you don't know about the skit, it just feels like a very, it's very like, wow. pedestrian episode title. We're cooking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just cracking up watching you look at the listing. <laughs> Run about. Run about. That's it. There was like an Andy Samberg video like eight years ago where he did a video with like T Pain. It's like we're on a boat, and people love it. Oh, well, there you go. You kids and your your sayings. You kids and your Andy Samberg sayings. (laughs) I swear, (laughs) if I had a nickel, every time I passed a a dish towel with an Andy Samberg saying on it. My dear friend, Andy Samberg wrote a song (laughs) called, We're on a Gale. I'm sorry, we're on a boat. Uh, Well, Andy Samberg does have a baking show. He does the the holiday baking, making it, baking it. Baking it. He oh. does the holiday baking it with um, uh, Maya Ford. Rudolph. <laughs> I'm like, that's totally wrong. <laughs> well, it's the Amy Poehler all... spinoff, but it's instead oh, of making it, it's called the... baking it. Got it. Because Amy Poehler does the one about crafting, right? Yeah. And um, then this one's called baking it. And Amy Poehler's like, listen, I want to do a show called baking it because it sounds like making it. I just don't want to host it. So just talk in baby voice. And that's our theme. And so they come talk to you like you're in the second grade, because that's how the hosts on those shows talk to you, for whatever reason. <laughs> and I love them. I watch them. Okay, point is, we're on a boat. Hey, yeah, we're on a boat. welcome. Yeah, we're, yeah, on a boat. Yeah, we're on a boat. <laughs> yep, yep. So, <laughs> Previously, so welcome back to the competition, Sarah. I hope you make something stupid and lame. Oh, my God, you did. Congratulations, Sarah. <laughs> Wow, Sarah, you're amazing. You're as wonderful as a whole bunch of talented layers. So, um, uh, just kidding, you're not. Sorry, I forgot the most important part of my burn. So, Padma, <laughs> Padma's like, chefs, the next challenge will be your final challenge in Houston because I can't be in this city any longer. And I've written to Andy Cohen. I said, get me out of Houston, am I right? Bless its heart. Yep. 
uh, tomorrow, bright and early. Meet me down at the docks. And uh, you might need these pills. These are uh, sea sickness pills. Uh, be sure to study so you don't end up being a mixologist. That's my advice to you. See you tomorrow. And Pat Tom, you just threw a bottle of Cialis at them. Wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, that was plan B. Okay, everybody, get rowdy. <laughs> so um sarah's like i just i feel like i'm clawing my way through this this thing oh yeah sort of like gail at the m&m store just claw 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 am i right everyone well when you graduate middle school you think you're the shit and then you go to upper middle school and then you're like fucked because you're not the shit I have to reestablish moving upwards in order to stay. Sarah, you never, you didn't establish moving upwards ever, okay? And second, you weren't the shit. (laughs) You weren't the shit in middle school, okay? I don't think anybody who thought they were the shit in middle school thinks they're the shit. Oh, here, let me fix the metaphor. It's like when you're already a celebrity and you are the shit and then you join Soho House and you continue to be the shit and maybe even a little bit more of the shit. It's like that, right, Sarah? When you're famous enough to go to middle schools and tell little children they're not the shit at all. That's when you've really made it. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I'm like... Stop overthinking it, Sarah. Okay. She's like, Yeah, I really thought I was the shit. You made Ahi. You made Ahi. Okay. <laughs> Period. This is not I therapy. That out of my brain. Okay. There's the, <laughs> we don't need to like regress to childhood to figure out why you sucked last week. Therap Ahi. Get it. It's a joke. I learned it from my dear friend, Ali Wong, who I hung out with yesterday on Instagram stories. You know what, Fanny? Therapahi goes with Therapahahi, which is a delicious sparkling beverage. (laughs) Those those, those are hot. You know what I like to eat when I want to learn about myself, but also want some fish, but better fish than ahi? I go to Therap Mahi, Mahi. (laughs) (laughs) Therap Mahi, ahahi. (laughs) It's two words. Lady from below deck from a few seasons ago. So Nick's like, you know, guys, we've had a lot of ups and downs. We've shaped things like... Well, actually, just one state, but still ups and downs with that uh, uh, with that way of doing things. And he tells us, my culinary career is hiding in other people's shadow. You know, that's like a running theme this year is people with jobs saying, I do everything for everybody else. I feel yeah. like I feel like everybody across America is about to mutiny at their jobs. <laughs> They're just like, fuck it. They are. You know what, Apple? I'm sick of doing this for you. I'm coming out with a Ronnie phone. <laughs> they are. That's why I think like so many people have retired, right? Because wasn't that, or not retired, but resigned. Wasn't that the great resignation that we're in? Because during the pandemic, everyone realized they didn't have to put up with all the bullshit that they always have to Hell put up yes, with. Hell yes, I love so it. Resigned. But it is funny on Top Chef because they're all like, you know, I've been cooking and cooking. I don't even have my own place. I'm in this other people's shadows. Da 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 da. Um, I thought, you know, I had a point. And I don't have it anymore. And I'm just going to move on. Well, hey, I'm all for quitting your job and having a Ron Donalds. Sounds good to me. Mm. So the next day. <laughs> Sounds like you need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> um, waitress, can we have uh, an appetizer of therapy mahi ahi? Thank you. Oh, and I'll have an aha to drink. Sorry, I couldn't really work that into anything. 
Can, can you send a Capri Sun over to Gail? She's doing some aqua aerobics, as if that will help. Am I right? It has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but just wanted to paint that picture for everyone. I really just wanted to send her a drink called Capri. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Good luck with the Capris, Gail. <laughs> <laughs> She's the only one I've ever seen to wear a Capri bikini during aqua aerobics. <laughs> and it's the Capri cigarettes, unfortunately for her. It's Capri cigarettes <laughs> stuck together with Bubba Yubba. Oh no, it's not a Capri cigarette. It turns out it's just a straw that goes to the Capri sun. <laughs> Don't light that on fire, Gail. It's, pla- it's plastic. <laughs> what are we even doing here? So next day, episode. <laughs> <laughs> next day, beautiful Galveston, LOL. Okay, so BMWs <laughs> um, and Buddha's like, BMW, take me to the Galveston Dork Spice. Uh, yeah, in case we forgot that BMW is sponsoring this. So then um, Tom is standing there with Dawn, who looks wonderful. I love this look for her. And um, Dawn's like, it's been a long road to get here. So congratulations. Not as long as going to the Olympics, but, you know, I guess it's like a fraction of that. So congratulations on doing a fraction of the work I've done with my life. So who's gone fishing here? Oh, not you, Damar, huh? Damar's like, yeah. In Chicago, where I grew up, there in South Chicago, there weren't many water activities. Unless you count cracking open a fire hydrant, which we did. He's like, it hurt. Like my childhood hurt. Uh, hold on, hold on one second. I'm getting a phone call from Puma. Hold on. Hi, Damar. This is Padma calling from Soho House. Just want to know if your never been fishing face is the same as your happy face or is it your crying face? <laughs> Would love to know. Thanks. <laughs> well, today, uh, there's not going to be a quick fire. You're fishing. It's going to be hilarious. And you're going to have to cook whatever you catch, even if it's a Heineken bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's a metal can, like you're in Animal Crossing, okay? So, um, yeah, so they basically have to make uh, two dishes with two different preparations, and then they can all, he's like, well, I know what you're all thinking. How the hell does a world-class chef have as a mixologist as a son? I know. But another thing you might be thinking is, what if I don't catch anything? Well, guess what? You could spend $200 at Whole Foods and some other place. So don't worry. Yeah. He's like, well, it's going to be really helpful if you uh, catch fish. Uh, so to make it more fun, there will be a very special guest judge, my good friend, Daniel. Bl- oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Hello, Padma? <laughs> Tom, did you mean to introduce my good friend, celebrity Daniel Balloon? <laughs> Tom, this is how you pronounce Daniel Balloon. Lean away. There, fixed it. <laughs> And Buddha is pooping on the floor. He's so excited. And um, Tom's like, well, there's uh, one or two fish standing between you and the finals. Ready to uh, cast a line? (laughs) This is fun. I should do this all the time. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Only one or two fish. So uh, don't do anything ridiculously stupid. Like, I don't know, make a crab cake without any binding. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty simple stuff. So then they go to the boat and they meet Donnie and Donnie. The captain of the it's like crew. Matthew McCon- <laughs> it's like Matthew McConaughey and Jared Leto in character for some movie we haven't seen yet. <laughs> um, and Buddha tells us how he grew up by the Great Barrier Reef, and they have very beautiful fish to kill and eat there. But um, 
I mean, have fun looking for Galveston catfish. Because Donnie and Donnie are like, well, you know what you're going to get here? Catfish. That's what you're going to get. Good luck catching the catfish. And actually, they fight back. They've actually got fists in our ocean. So watch out. <laughs> yeah, the way we find our catfish is we actually take this barrel of oil and just pour it right there in the water and see if they come feeding. It's like, Donnie. <laughs> Donnie and Captain Cody, you guys have to revise your your ways to do this. Uh, so, uh, Damar has never obviously gone fishing, so he's just like following what Tom can do, and he's like, "So my fishing strategy is to do exactly what Tom says." Huh, well, okay, well let's start with this one. Come stage in my restaurant, and then learn how to make sauces, and then you'll work the line. Hey, become a sous chef, and next you know. You'll be a chef. I'm sorry. I just had to give that advice to someone who wanted to listen to me in my life because obviously it wasn't my son. (laughs) So they don't have good luck. Okay. There's no fish coming. Um, They're all screwed. It's like 30 minutes later. No one's caught anything. 90 minutes later, still nothing. And then Tom's like, well, you know what? Uh, You guys haven't caught any fish. Luckily, I've got some fish, some goldfish. Maha. And he's eating goldfish crackers. And Sarah's like, ha ha, dad. (laughs) Lame ass. Hey, I just brought you back from the brink of death, Applebee's. All right? <laughs> yeah, but you didn't get me a gift for graduating middle school. <laughs> oh, okay. God, so you really were the shit had... back then, huh? <laughs> Buddha, meanwhile, is like, this is the best part. Waiting. You just crack open a beer and you wait. That's why my dish tonight's going to be called beer o fish dish <laughs> and it's gonna be a fish in the shape of a beer can that's cracked open mm. very literal punster <laughs> waiting for balloon more hero <laughs> so now they have to move and they're trying to be positive which has nothing to do with fishing i don't like when people put positive attitudes into the things that they don't go into like guys let's just be positive maybe then we'll catch some fish no positivity does not affect <laughs> the fish in the water save it okay. let's just be positive and end the life of a creature <laughs> let's just <laughs> let's bring about the end of a creature's lifeline by being positive by tricking it into thinking it's actually getting something to survive but it's the exact opposite because it's going to be killed yes you want to you want to catch a fish you need to think murderously not positively you need to be like where's that fucking fish and just stand there with a rifle just ready to take it down <laughs> Think like Ursula for crying out loud, not like Ariel. Yeah, don't be combing your hair with a fork. Be <laughs> flying out of the water and just grabbing everything in front of you and eating it. You better be offering those fish legs and taking their voices. <laughs> and by voices, I mean their lives. Hey, uh, Ben, uh, we're on a boat. So um, <laughs> Evelyn catches one and she gets a catfish. And she's like, oh, my God, I swear to God, if I have to go home with a catfish. Girl, we've all been there. We've all been there where you know it's a catfish and you still fuck them anyway. Well, they made the effort. Uh, yeah. Blob the effort. Takes a while to find the right photo. I know. You, so, we've all given them our phone numbers and our social security numbers and our middle names. Yeah. So so everyone winds up start everyone starts catching a lot of redfish, a lot of bull redfish because they're big ones. Uh, everyone's caught one except for Sarah, who of course is at zero fish. And uh, Tom's like, "Oh, oh, Sarah, you better start saying some prayers." You know what I'm saying? Uh, Pudma's gonna just rake you over the coals over this one. Oh, hold on, I just got a text from her. It says, "Loser." Huh? That's pretty funny. <laughs> it's for you. You're the loser. Uh, and Sarah's like, "Oh, this is very Oprah. Like, you get a fish and you get a fish." Oh, wait, I just pulled a minivan out. 
of the ocean. So <laughs> poor Sarah has to go home and cook a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, then like the, but like it's been like three hours. Then finally Sarah gets one. It's like, fine. It's all of misdirection. She finally gets one. And then now they all have their fish and they're all posing their fish. And Tom's like, well, rock out with your fish out. Huh? It doesn't really rhyme. It's not really wordplay, but do it anyway. It's also kind of sexual harassment, really, if you think of it. <laughs> it's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappens commercial. All right, let's move on. Let's go to the butchers. Let's go to the fish butchers. And the, 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 the fish butchers, I think these are the same guys who take, like, old-timey pics down the boardwalk. You know, they're like, hey, kids, you want to look like you're a 1930s train robber? Come on in here. Oh, you want to clean your fish? All right, just... Come on in here. Just make a lift instead. They definitely have like those machines where you put a penny in and the, the penny gets like crushed into like an oval <laughs> and like someone's singing on it. And you're like, wow, I changed the metal, my metal circle into a metal oval. Um, it's also funny because it's called Katie's Fish Market. And it's like, wow, Katie is looking rough with that beard right now. Wow. Um, Katie's had so- a rough summer. <laughs> rough rough summer <laughs> so uh so they're all like uh butchering the fish and sarah's really worried because she's not a good fish butcher and she's like you know when you're focused on local food like i am i mean that's just the cross that i bear <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm so i'm so sorry about this cross that you have to bear <laughs> focusing on the local food, cross sarah. She's like, yeah, I don't have a lot of experience with these larger fish and she's telling the butcher this and he's just staring at her like do I look like I haven't, I haven't gone through anything this summer? <laughs> I'm not helping you. So um, she's like, oh, my God, if I fuck this up, Daniel Balut is going to know. So I'm going to cozy up to the fish guy. She's like, hey, fish guy. God, I wish I could scale this a little bit better. He's like, not talking to you unless you got a penny that needs to be shaped into an oval. We have no business here, ma'am. I am absolutely, listen, I know what's going to happen. Next thing you know, I'm holding, I'm scaling the fish and I'm going to miss my Amazon delivery of a top hat for the third day in a row. And I'm not willing to go down that path. She's like, you can smoke this fish, right? And he goes, if you can get it lit, you can smoke anything. (laughs) I didn't hear him say that, but it seems very on brand for him and also for Donnie and Captain Cody. Yeah. So Nick is, uh, he's like this, I got the king of the water. It's a tough fish. The bull red, the bull red fish. These people are being so nice to the locals because you know they're all horrified. These cat—it's like catfish and redfish, and they're all like rocks. Nobody wants to eat this shit. And if you serve that in the restaurant, people are going to be like, "Gross! I'm not going to eat that." So it kind of sucks that it's like nearing finale time, and this is—they have to serve a bull redfish to the judges, to Daniel Balud. Yeah, I don't—I don't know a lot about redfish, although I seem to—isn't it like a common and also like uh cajun cooking or like if you go to new Orleans, well redfish like, is like, good i mean it is redfish red it's just a huge you know it's a big scary tough one redfish isn't generally yeah, that tough it, i get the sense that it's like it requires like a like knowing the fish because you can probably mess mess it up really quickly yeah right? here in texas it's all redfish it's redfish and salmon redfish and salmon really yep so oh. wasn't that fascinating so then they go to whole foods <laughs> well, actually- and um they start buying other fish, basically. Um, he's like, yeah. I'm going to get a regular redfish. <laughs> I've got this bull yeah. redfish. I'm going to get the kind of redfish that the bull redfish bullies in school. <laughs> basically. Yeah. 
I want to get the Sarah redfish, basically. And so <laughs> the Sarah and just the graduated from middle school redfish. <laughs> Freshman high school, Sarah. <laughs> redfish, please. <laughs> so Damar, uh, he's also he's gonna use some Asian flavors that he doesn't normally use. So red flag. Whenever someone says as they approach the finals or if they're in the finals that they're going to do something something that they don't normally do you just know they're going to be in the bottom if not going home and so i hear him saying this i'm like tomorrow why are you doing this to yourself why but he's going to do it anyway he's going to um focus on asian flavors out of nowhere and um we all know it's gonna be a terrible idea and also crudo you know like come on guys i mean i get it like crudo's the thing but it's a cooking competition you know, it's like crudo. You have two fish dish and one of them's going to be crudo. And I think a few of them do that today. But it just it's seems like, all like crudo. yeah, I think they all do it today. But it, it no, I think I uh, know not Nick. Nick doesn't do the crudo. Uh, so yes. then Buddha's like crude dough, uh, a crude dough. Yeah, the angry crepe. <laughs> <laughs> so Buddha's like, uh, I've got so many ideas for fish. I want to put my best ideas forward. I might shape a mushroom into a stone. We'll see how it goes. Who did that? Who shaped who shaped a potato into a mushroom? That was Nick. That was right? Nick. That was Nick, yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite top chef move of the season. <laughs> Me too. It was so random. Like a little little potato mushroom. <laughs> so, so anyway, they are um they're heading back to Houston and with all their stuff. And now they're back at the house and they're talking about their dishes. And Evelyn and Nick are both going to do tacos. And Evelyn wants to do a Mexican style soup and make tortillas because she doesn't want to leave Houston without like paying some, you know, paying homage to her roots. So that's going to be her whole plan. Fish tacos. Guys, uh, the season is almost over. <laughs> For Daniel Balud. For Daniel Balud. Fucking fish tacos. <laughs> Come on. So then um, Damar is talking about how this is going to change his life if he wins. And um, then they're back to shopping again. Are they shopping again? Yeah, cause they, because they shopped at Katie's and then now they're shopping at Whole Foods. Oh, I see. And the big, uh, the, the two big things that happen at Whole Foods. One is that Damar can't find green papaya for his big green papaya salad that he's going to do. And the second is that Evelyn stepped on her chili which <laughs> I uh, I don't know, that like sort of caught me off guard. I was like, how did you drop your chili and not see it and then step on it too? Oh my gosh, you've never been in the kitchen with me apparently. <laughs> well, I just at the supermarket. I just And we all know <laughs> that like a- that is going to gal that stepped on chili. We just know it. She gets no respect <laughs> on this show. Yeah. Really so anyway, they wind the up at the Adidas portion of this soup. Thank you. <laughs> The texture on your crushed chili was so unique. The way you got that pattern imprinted on it. Yeah, none of us had that. <laughs> um, so let's see. Uh, Sarah's freaking out. She's like, oh my god, I'm dead inside. Like, every time I touch something, I'm like, Daniel fucking Balut is gonna eat this. <laughs> and then she, like, crashes her, her baking sheet into the counter by accident. <laughs> She's just totally rattled. Um, so she is planning to make a pseudo crudo with a pickled golf snapper and silken tofu and kraut broth, which I was like, did I read that correctly? She's going to include kraut broth in that. That's so, uh, I was not expecting that. And, um, she says she's going to pre-plate because that's what she did in last chance kitchen. And that's what got her ahead in that. Yeah. So I guess what, so what's she planning on using for the fish that she caught just the head because she's going to do like a fermented fish head broth so. or something i um, think that's what it was because the golf snapper is clearly bought 
um, you know, yeah. at the store. Right. So then um, she's also going to use tofu. So then Evelyn is doing her caldo de pescado taco, and she's going to do a redfish pineapple chili salsa. And Buddha is doing two of my favorite preparations, ginger and scallion and fish and chips. I'm going to divorce your chips. <laughs> yeah, he's doing uh, a steamed bowl of redfish with something called a shrimp farce. <laughs> or I guess they were saying farcy, but I, it, re- it reads like farce. And I just like the idea that like there's going to be a steamed bowl of redfish on the plate that's going to have like shrimp on the side going in and out of doors, just missing each other. <laughs> it's a shrimp farce. It's like noises off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Carol Burnett in a shrimp costume. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. Nick is doing um, a fish taco as well, and he wants to do some kind of a fish cake. And he's like, I used to do this at my job, so I know how to do this perfect. It's like a pate. And Tamara's <laughs> doing red snapper uh, crudo with apple and radish, and then a black. Well, we already know this. This is okay. Yes. We just repeat the dishes over and over from this point on. Yeah, so they're cooking. They're cooking because they have two and a half hours to, which to me seems like a lot of time to, I don't know. Make a fish cake or a fish taco. What could go wrong, right? Because you've got two and a half hours or something. So, um, uh, so they are they're just cooking and cooking. And there's some like minor incidences, like Sarah's fish sauce starts to burn, and then people are like panicked and they're running around and things are hot and there's a lot of hot behind you, hot plate behind you, coming in hot. Look at this is hot. I'm it's hot. Be careful behind you, hot <laughs> behind you. Yeah. Um, so the judges come in and Tom's like, well, what a very, uh, handsome restaurant, a uh, handsome restaurant person. And the guest is like, well, guys, when you stand on the shoulders of giants and I definitely do <laughs> just Gail, I didn't know you were, <laughs> I didn't know you were in the circus. <laughs> well, Aaron, Gail's sure like not wasting those tumbling classes. <laughs> she was you know, the I shit in say, middle school. <laughs> If you're going to make a human tower, of course you put Gail as the base. So good job. <laughs> Aaron, standing on the shoulders of giants. I also like Padma co-signed. There was like a moment where they observed the table because they walked in and Tom goes, oh, that's a very nice table. And Padma goes, very beautiful. <laughs> very. Yes. Seal of approval. Four legs. Amazing work. So <laughs> how was fishing yesterday? I see you saved a Gail. So I'm like, well, it was uh, slow, you know, and uh, then all of a sudden the rods went off. (laughs) Oh, good. You know, it's funny because at first I thought, wow, Tom still smells like the Gulf. And then I remembered it was just Gail. (laughs) Gail's like, with her catfish? She's like, Gail, Gail would have a, they were so catty that Gail would cuddle up with them and crafted some big hang in there posters. Don't say cat around Gail, anybody, even if it is just the fish. And Tom goes, well, there was catfish, but uh, no dogfish. Ah, ah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me call Ali Wong. Not. Never again, Tom. Never. <laughs> so Buddha is plating. He's serving first. So um, he does his fish and chips dish. It is so beautiful. I mean, he really does make pretty food, you know? Yeah. And um, then he does this steamed, the steamed bull redfish, um, and it's wrapped in seaweed, which I loved his, you know, F you to 
What's his plans? I know, to Noma. Like finally, actually there were two, I think, were there like two different seaweeds or was it, or this was the seaweed, but like he actually makes something successful to seaweed after Noma tried so hard all season. Yes, uh, Damar did. Damar did some kind of seaweed seaweed thing later. Oh. So Gil's like, um, wow, the bull redfish is really stunning and the seaweed at its smoky brininess. Whoa, Gail, sit down, Gail. It wasn't because I brought up cats. I mean, look at Gail. She's about to pop out of her seat. <laughs> look, she's already found a couch and she's pawing at it. She just gets so into character. <laughs> so, in her own mind, in her own cat play that's in her mind. Not related to Cats the Musical, which she also loves, let's be honest. Mm. So uh, then uh, Danielle loves the ginger and the scallion. And Aaron, this guy Aaron, who's the guest judge, says, um, he's like, you know, I really like the fish and chips personally. I mean, also, I mean, for it's one of Chef here's most famous dishes was was striped bass and papillote. And then Padma goes, had a whole challenge about it, actually. Beat you to it. Sorry. <laughs> wow, great observation, Aaron. But guess what? We already observed it in a different season at a different time without you. Bye. <laughs> and they love that he used potatoes in so many different ways. And Padma's like... Well, it is dry. Gail's like, well, it's slightly dry, but I can get over that because of the sauce. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a beautiful flavor combination that I will not forget as I swallow a bottle of Jergens to soothe my innards from the dryness. <laughs> oh, God, doesn't it just make you laugh to hear Gail say she can get over something being slightly dry? Of course you can. You can eat a piece of cardboard for dinner if you wanted to, Gail. Bless well, her heart. It's uh, playful. It's fun. And he really knocked this one out of the park. I play Patapa football. Anyone want a picture with me? <laughs> if you want to hear about knocking things out of the park, it's called my touchdown in seventh grade. <laughs> Next up, Evelyn's taco. So first she serves her redfish caldo de pescado chipotle. And um, she's like, this is really good for a hangover. You know, we call it the bring you back to life seafood soup. And then she serves her taco al pastor with roasted redfish and emulsified avocado. Mm. So Dawn loves the flavor. Uh, she says uh, that it's a humble dish. Oh, you know, that reminds me. Let's all congratulate Gail for appearing on the cover of Humble Dish magazine. Congratulations, <laughs> Gail. You made it. Humble Dish. That would have been Gail's nickname if she were alive in the 20s. Hey there, Humble Dish. <laughs> <laughs> and Gail, uh, Gail goes, Evelyn promised the dish would wake us up. And it did. Okay, Gail, calm the hell down. God, it's like she never had soup before. It woke us up, and then it just lingers. Wow. Fatty nickel every time one of your dates said that. And Tom's <laughs> like, well, you know, the broth is beautiful, but I would prefer more fish. You know, I said rock out with your fish out, which really didn't rhyme. But uh, I was, you know, hoping that I would get more fish. <laughs> you know, I have to say... Thank you, Tom, for that, first of all. I have to say, you know, the tacos, you get these bitter notes, you know, and as long as well as this, like, tang of the fruit. And that's what I love about Al Pastor. Have you guys ever heard of Al Pastor before? Because I have. <laughs> it's a delicious meat, and it's also a, somebody who can marry you in a pinch. 
So Don's <laughs> like, uh, the tortilla was big, and that sucked the moisture and life out of the taco. So it was basically a galtilla, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like when Gail joined the Soho house, just kind of ruined it. I get it. <laughs> um, and they both agree that the, the everybody agrees that the tortilla is way too big and there's like very little on it. Um, and the guest is like, I'm up here on the shoulder of giants just to say <laughs> both of these dishes were very safe. <laughs> wow, congratulations with your observation that we already made stupid person on Gail's shoulders. Anyway, but I do love your Dawn. tables. <laughs> your tables are wonderful. <laughs> Dawn, I have a question. What was it like at this point in the competition to be so close to going to the finale, which you ultimately lost? Tell us. She's like, well, you know, every challenge as you go along, I mean, every challenge holds more weight. Wow, sounds like season to season of this show. Am I right? <laughs> I don't even have to say her name to finish that joke. <laughs> and Stephanie is like, yeah, you sort of like reached, because Stephanie Izzard's there, who was one top chef of Chicago. And she's like, you know, it's like you just can't get, you get to this point where you like, you go from thinking about like, oh, I don't want to be kicked off to, I just want to win. Wow. And Dawn, what was that experience like for you? Winning like Stephanie. Oh, wait, it didn't <laughs> happen. So sorry, Dawn. <laughs> So Isn't it Sarah, funny that I was one of the people who deprived you of that moment? <laughs> <laughs> let's relive it, shall we? Hey, let's play charades. You're just doing the number um, two on your arm, Padma. Uh, yeah, that stands for movie, time, place, television show. Don your rap, pack your knives, and go stupid. God, I can't believe none of you got it. <laughs> When's this damn next dish coming out? I'm sick of playing charades with these idiots. <laughs> So Sarah is next, and her fish looks totally burnt, and she's freaking out. So I was uh, scared for her. You know, now yeah. I know that there was a cooking technique called blackened. I get it. But I, it's just Sarah, you know, so I was a little worried. Because yeah. as much as I make fun of her, you know, I like her. And I want I want to see her do well, because, you know, Same. she hasn't really. Underdog. But, yeah, she's underdog. So you want to see her do well. And, yeah, and so she's she's in the kitchen, and she's struggling. At one point, she goes... Damn it. And then the sh I guess they can hear hear them because Dawn is like, oh. And Padma goes, oh, that's Sarah yelling. Yeah. Yeah. It's what it's what poor people do, guys. I'm so sorry you had to hear that. I, <laughs> I apologize. It's, if the TV is ever broken, that's how poor people get it to turn back on. They yell. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what the poor people do when they bang on the windows of Soho House <laughs> trying to get in. It's very disturbing. I apologize. And Sarah's like, God, I just wish I'd spent more time on the fish. I would just look. All I want is for Padma not to think I'm a complete nincompoop. <laughs> um, so she Too comes late. out. I think about I think that about you no matter what you do. <laughs> so she comes out and she's like, Teach a man to fish. He teaches for he 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 teaches for a lifetime. <laughs> what? That's what I wrote. I wrote it down wrong. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't even. I, didn't I feel drunk over here. That. I feel like I'm, I'm completely wasted. wasted over here, and I'm not. It's like no, the I'm first wasted. thing I'm, of the I'm, day. <laughs> I'm like caffeinated, and I actually motivated to do a workout before this, so I've got like the endorphins and the caffeine, and I'm just like Looney Tunes right now. I think it's just knowing that we have a, like a long weekend coming up. We have so one like, day. Blah, 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 blah. We have one day off, and we're acting like we're going to Hawaii for a month. The both of us. <laughs> 
I know. Yeah, so Sarah comes out and Padma does this thing where she's like, well, since you didn't tell me how to do this, I'm going to shame you into it by saying, how would you like this broth? Pour it over. It's like, Padma, you pour it in the dish. How? How? Hi, low. And Sarah's like, well, this is called pseudo crudo. Um, louder, I can't hear you over the way I'm pouring this in here. Padma, Ow, Padma. Get it off your head, oh. Padma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to go with the direction of Padma, please stop pouring it on my head. I'm pouring it on everyone's head, including my own. <laughs> there, I yes, and it into making sense. Mm. So Sarah's like, well, the bottom of the bowl is fermented greens and trout liquid. Okay, you know what? I quit. <laughs> trout liquid, trout liquid, not trout liquid. Wait, what was it? Kraut, not trout. Oh, okay. I was like, gross. That is <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> fermented greens and trout liquid? I mean, that just sounds like rotting garbage on the street. <laughs> Thank you. Speaking of which, Gail, get out of the dumpster and come back to the table. We're eating. <laughs> you, know, you know, the sad part of this is I watch TV and think these things are real forever. You know, if I didn't have you to tell me what was real or not, imagine the things I would think. Like, that, that happens to me too. With your trout liquid. <laughs> well look remember what was that it was an episode of real house in new york where we both like i misheard um there were like apple socks and then i thought like remember i was like ramona Ramona's got apple socks, socks. Like, yeah <laughs> and it's like a brand like you know it happens to both of us oh. it's time for a commercial it's time for a crappens commercial so then she made a pastrami sandwich, well, a pastrami-ish, a pastrami-like sandwich uh, with carrot butter, Parisian yoki, and trout. And Padman goes, I love that inspiration. <laughs> it's like the time when I inspired Salmon Rushdie to write a book. I just love being an inspiration to people, including your dish. So funny. I said, you should name this book Pastrami Sandwich. <laughs> he went with satanic verses, but the point is, I'm amused. <laughs> I am amused to everyone around me. You're welcome, everyone, especially you, Danielle Balloon. <laughs> so Gail's like, well, I get exactly what she meant when she said that the tofu would help the texture of the crudo. <laughs> yes, Gail, but the texture's supposed to be in your mouth, not on your cheeks. Let's try that again. <laughs> It's not a moisturizer, Gail. <laughs> Gail, it doesn't matter how hard you rub that on your forehead, it's not going to be absorbed. <laughs> and Balloon's like, well, the combo of hot and cold, it was perfectly executed. And Batman goes, <gasps> wow, I loved this. Jeez. Just, there's so much going on, like any number of Gail's dresses. <sighs> So then Stephanie, she's like, wow, the creativity of pastrami on dry. My mind is blown. <laughs> and Gail goes, she just created something here that will become a signature wherever she goes. <laughs> kind of like when you toot a little bit, Gail, in the store. Everyone's like, there's Gail, her signature. <laughs> okay, so then um, Sarah's freaking out. She's like, I just cooked for two of the most impressive chefs in the world. <laughs> And um, then Nick's turn. Okay, so Nick this is like, so uh oh. Yeah, he's like, oh my gosh, these fish cakes don't have a lot of body because I forgot to make the fish binder. Don, don, don. Nick, Nick, look, I was rooting 
so hard for Nick to get into the finals. You know, he's this chef from Mississippi who's not, he doesn't have all these fancy credentials like everyone else. I mean, he has credentials, but not like, he's not like I worked in Noma or anything. I was like so excited for him. And then like the moment this happened, you just know it's not going to like, he's not going to be going, moving on. I was like, how do you forget your binder for your, for your crab cake? You have two and a half hours. Yeah, and then he pulls a reverse Dorothy where he just takes his positivity and he's like, I'm not going home. I am not going home. I am not going home. So then yeah. he just blates and then he's also throwing his tortillas on the pan at the last minute and um, it just looks like so. slop. I mean, poor guy. It's like, it's definitely, it looks like it's chopped. Like like an episode of Chopped. and so- In prison. <laughs> prison Chopped. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah it's not so, good so yeah, it's just like a big flight of like blah, slap, and it's so and it's like padman knows like padman knows that he's fucked up because literally his crab cake is it's like a hash it's just like a pile not crab cake but the fish cake it's just like a pile of like fish stuff and so he just sort of plates it and Padma sees it and she has this big smile on her face because she knows he fucked up, right? And she goes, Hi Nick, please tell us about your dishes. Thank you so much for utterly failing already. I just thrive on this right now. It's hilarious. Hey Nick, congratulations. You've won a pot to grow that face plant in is. It's already so big. So it's a crispy <laughs> redfish taco and a redfish cake. And it just, you know, again, poor guy. So Padman goes, so how was today for you, Nick? I was like, Jesus, you're like a neighbor standing on a doorstep with a fruit fucking pie at Christmas time. You know, <laughs> a fruit cake. <laughs> like at the door when you've just had an argument with like your SO and you're like clearly fuming and like <laughs> the neighbor yes. will not go away or something. Yes. And they so show they- up and they stand there with a cake that they know you're going to hate and just dare. It's like they're taking pleasure in giving you this fucking fruitcake. Like, how's your day today? Hmm? <laughs> Please feel free to tell us about all the things you did wrong in front of Daniel Balud. <laughs> so, only, don't worry, it's only a culinary icon. So Nick is like, well, he's like, well, today was the first day I ran out of time. I didn't get to put the herbs on the taco, and I was trying to finesse the cake onto the plate, and I had to reshape it. Uh, but uh, I hope you guys enjoy the flavors. <laughs> I was like, oh, this poor guy. I know. Poor, well, poor guy. luckily it is in the shape of Mississippi. Gail. <laughs> and Gail's like, well, the crunch on the, the fish and um, on the taco is fantastic. So let's start that. The fish is overcooked. All right, Pollyanna, just say it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and the tortilla is driving mean, the tortilla like the, the the picture that they have to show you know when they do like that that graceful you know pan over the food and like the tortilla is like the sh- is <laughs> it's like burnt and like not even a circle <laughs> it's just so it's like so wrong and so uh don's Adam, like yeah it was it was really tough and dry hell that's how i signed gail's yearbook <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Middle school, right, Sarah? Can you hear me back there? So Up, Pat Sarah's like, screaming again. <laughs> so Pat was like, now what did you guys all think about Nick's fish cake? Would you guys like me to do an air quote around that? Because I can do that for maximum emphasis. Yeah. And Don is like, yeah, that wasn't a cake. <laughs> Stephanie's wait, trying to wait, Don, Don goes, 
that pile that he gave us, that wasn't a kick. Ooh, Don, great work calling it a pile. I love the way you just took him down a notch like that. Brava, brava. And Stephanie liked the redfish at least, and Kale's like, um, the cake feels rushed. No, your outfit is rushed. This is a disaster. <laughs> well, actually, your outfit's a disaster, too. All of the above for Gail. <clears throat> so then Damar is plating, and it's very pretty plating. He does a snapper crudo with an apple radish and coconut vinaigrette. But is this seaweed? Does he have seaweed? Why do I remember green liquid? Maybe there was, was a green liquid because they have to pour a green liquid over it. I don't remember if it was a seaweed liquid or not, but it was like a really intense green. So then he did um, a seasoned blackfish with bull redfish and marinated herb salad. So Padma's like, so what do you think of crudo? <laughs> and Don thinks the crudo is bland. And then Tom goes, you know, uh, when you have something this delicate, I mean, despite how much sauce you put on it, the fish is bland. It's going to stay bland. And that's what I tell Gail. Stop trying for haute couture. It's not going to fix anything. Just stick with the basics. A muumuu, a smock, some stockings, hairnet, and you're set, Gail. For Christmas, I'm getting Gail some lip gloss. It just says, why bother? <laughs> you open the tube and it's empty. So Balut is like, it lacked a dual divorce. And Don's like, well, the redfish is delicious at least. And Stephanie says that using the peanuts and grinding them up was a misstep because it's too grainy, made the peanuts grainy. Yeah, because I guess he was going for some sort of, he was making that kind of papaya salad-esque thing, which normally you just sort of like chop up the peanuts and throw it in there. But I guess he actually included it with like the lime juice or whatever. So who knows? So uh, then Padma, so they're done. And Padma goes, thank you, Aaron, for letting us use your beautiful restaurant and kitchen. If you need a ladder to get off of Gail's shoulders, <laughs> just let someone know. And now it's the judge's table one last time in Houston, everybody. I like when Gail, I mean, when Padma just gets so excited at the most random moments. <laughs> <laughs> okay judges table show the logo thank you okay <laughs> chefs it was really interesting to see what each one of you did with the fish you caught i thought how can four chefs fuck up fish in so many different ways and wow my mind was blown sarah and buddha dun 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 sing you were you our favorites. <laughs> and that means you're both moving on to the final four. Congratulations. Sarah, how does it feel? You sure had a roller coaster, mostly that just went along at the bottom. Um, but then they came up, and next week it'll go down again. God, I love this ride. <laughs> Sarah, your roller coaster was like one of those shitty old roller coasters from the 70s that when you go to Great Flags, people say... Do you want to ride that coaster? And you say, no, because there's seven or eight better coasters you want to ride on. That's your roller coaster. How's that feel? Oh, and Sarah's touched, you know. And she's like, well, where have you been all competition? Glad we finally got to taste it. Tom's like, well, you know, I've been tasting it this whole time on my internet after show, Last Chance Kitchen, which you can catch uh, on the internet. So, right, Tom, keep trying to oh, make I that one happen, okay? Oh, I I'm sorry, Tom. I must have missed that when I was hanging out with my dear friend, David Chang. <laughs> but I'm sure your show is wonderful. Oh, yeah. So then, um, let's see here. Uh, Stephanie, now they move on to Buddha, right? And um, 
the mustard sauce was outrageously good and the mousse was perfect. And Padma's like, Stephanie, Danielle, tell us who won this final challenge in here. Hold on. <laughs> Let me call you back, Ali Wong. I have um, one non-famous winner here and one really non-famous non-winner here. <laughs> okay. Talk soon. <laughs> And the winner is Sarah. So she's all excited and she's like, wow, being in the top four instead of being eliminated fourth is surreal and feels so good to win. If I had known it would feel this good, I would have done it a lot sooner. (laughs) All right. Step to the side. Evelyn, you gave us good dishes, but you played it safe today. I mean, you can cook tacos in your sleep and you probably do. (laughs) But seriously now. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Hello, Allie. Ha 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 You're going to love it when I tell you. Call you back. Another thing, Evelyn, I do want to say is I do appreciate that you made al pastor, which is a taco style that I'm aware of. Does anyone know what al pastor is? Because I can tell everyone here. It's a taco. Okay, Evelyn, congratulations. You are everything I love about al pastor. (laughs) Evelyn, you are like your food. Safe. Congratulations. (laughs) And um, then they, uh, Balud says it's too simple for Top Chef by Top Dish of Top Top. It's like, okay, Daniel. <laughs> Evelyn, you're going to the finals. Move over now. Okay, move over. Join the other non-losers for today only. All right, Damar and Nick. That means, hold on, let me get cry face on. <laughs> you two had the least favorite dishes of the night. Will Gail ever make it through a final round without slapping food down the front of her terrible outfit? Will Tom ever find a hat that works? One of you will never find out, because one of you will not be continuing to the finals. <laughs> in a place that would be very exciting and luxurious and exotic. <laughs> but we, you don't get to know that for a few more minutes. Anyway, how did today go for you, Damar? Trick question. Shitty, because we all tasted your day, and it was terrible. Mm. He's like, well, I tried to do something different today, you know? And Tom's like, meh, yeah, needed more flavor. It's like, wow, burn. That's the ultimate anyone- burn on this show. You know, well, here's my only thing to say about it. Uh, and needed flavor because it's, you know, food and not actual gas that we put in our cars uh, to drive. So that would have been nice. Flavor, flavor would be good. Yeah, flavor. Does anyone on this panel want to ask a question in the style of me? Stephanie, how about you? Uh, okay. Um, did you season the fish at all before it went on the plate, or were you just relying on the sauce? Oh, so close, Stephanie. Let me try. Did you mean to leave your fish unseasoned in that shitty pile of sauce? <laughs> He's like, well, I just thought it would eat delicately. It was fine, but you can do more, Damar. You can do more. <laughs> He's like, well, I wanted to do a papaya salad with the redfish, but I couldn't find the papaya salad, blah, 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 blah. And then Danielle Balud goes, were you trying to do a pesto? Which I thought was funny because it's like, he's talking about Asian flavors and doing a papaya salad. And Danielle Balud's like, was it a pesto? Like, I just want to show like how off the mark you hit it. <laughs> that I think that there's actually a pesto involved. He's like, well, the vegetable didn't really soak in the flavor like a papaya was. So, were you doing a pancake? Was this pancake you were trying for? 
<laughs> souffle? Was this souffle? Was that the business? <laughs> well, I just felt a little timid coming from you, Damar. And then Damar just goes, yeah, obviously this was a fail. And Tom goes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we call those gals, little gals. <laughs> okay, Nick. How did today go for you? I'm asking the same question in the same tone. There's only one answer, but we ask it anyway. How was it for you today, Nick? Mm, and he's like, uh, time management. That That's what it was. And Tom goes, obviously. Wow. Well, that fish was dry. The cake wasn't complete. And you should have been generous with the sauce, you know. It's, it's, the fish cake, I don't know what you were trying to do there. Was it a pesto? It was pesto. <laughs> someone, someone, this something was pesto. Was pesto. Right? <laughs> And Gail's trying so hard to be nice. She keeps harping on the Burr Blanc. Like this one side aspect. She's like, I love the lemon Burr Blanc. I mean, who would have thought butter and lemon? Really? Wow. Amazing. But everyone else, uh, you know, for everything else, it was sort of hard to know what you were going for there. I mean, it was a mound of fish, you know? Well, that didn't stop you from trying to dive into it like Scrooge McDuck, Gail. Come on now. <laughs> well, there was lemon for Blanc. <laughs> Well, we have a very difficult decision to make. Do you have anything to add while you're still able to look famous people in the eye six feet away from them? And Nick's Do like, Do you want to well, cry? This is your last chance to cry for us. And Nick's like, well, I just want to say thank you for this opportunity. And, you know, I've learned so much. And I'm a really big fan of you guys. I'm really like a huge fan. We know, Nick. <laughs> And then Padma's like, well, and Damar says something about like, well, I've really grown a lot personally from not just the challenges, but from other people here, blah, 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 blah. Great, great, great story, Underseason Fish. Okay, well, we really appreciate all that you shared with us. I only wish I had been listening. Okay, we... <laughs> all I heard was poor, we'll poor, 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 poor. Loan request, <laughs> loan request denied. Okay, go to the poor room now, poor people. And just think about all the James Beard Awards. You haven't won. Okay, famous people talk now. Well, this is really difficult because their dish is just... It's like Gail in a dressing room. Nothing came together. <laughs> yeah, both tomorrow and Nick really messed up today. Uh, and I, uh, I'm enjoying this, uh, this process that we're going to go through right now, even though it's undeniable that we're sending Nick home. Am I right? Am I right? It's Nick, right? <laughs> It's Stephanie keeps Stephanie keeps up her habit of just saying the most obvious things. Like when they're like, Stephanie, what was it like to win? And she's like, well, it's really hard not to win, but then it makes you want to win. And so now they're like, Stephanie, what do you have to say? And she just goes, well, this is, at this point, you can make it to the finals, but then if you make a bad dish, then you're going to go home. Wow. That was really good. Thanks for explaining game shows to us, Stephanie. Tom. <laughs> And then Gail's like, you know, there was something about Damar's second dish that just didn't sit well with me. It was murky. Okay, everyone, we're going to make this one a free-for-all. Whoever wants to take that one, the clue is it was murky. Go. Who wants to roast first? <laughs> Pesto. No, Balud. <laughs> just sit over there and look good. <laughs> You know, the challenge was to highlight the fish. And I think in the second dish, Damar did, did better with his fish cookery. So, anyway, can we just get this over with for crying out loud? <laughs> I told Gail the challenge was to highlight the fish, not highlight with fish. She was over there trying to highlight a menu with it. 
<laughs> yeah, she got redfish all over this beautiful place, this beautiful table, Aaron. Wherever you went, <laughs> there went that beautiful table. I like when I like when Gail gets mad too because she's so positive the whole time. She's like, "Yeah, well, but the limit for Blanc, how perfect." And Tom goes, "Yeah, well, Demars was slightly under season," and she goes, "Not slightly, criminally." I was like, "Whoa, Jesus!" <laughs> it's like Gail's all fun and games until you burn an egg, you know. Gail she released a song called "Murky Criminal," so <laughs> it's a play on "Smooth Criminal." You may have heard of it. <laughs> Just so, more syllables. Tom- I don't know if Tom can say rock out with your fish out. I can say murky criminal. Am I right? (laughs) Oh, good. Okay. So then uh, Tom's like, yeah, the taco was overcooked. There was no juice. And then the second course, Nick forgot to bind the the cake. And Fadden goes, I would have never known that was a cake. (laughs) The only reason I knew it was a cake is I'm just so used to all the times Gail sat on my cakes. And they always look like that afterwards. (laughs) I'm like, oh, it's a cake. After Gail. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so then um, Tom gives his monologue, and he's like, well, you know, uh, 15 chefs show up to Houston. They walk into a kitchen, and they might win something, and uh, they might lose. But they'll definitely be part of Top Chef family. Uh, but only one person could win. And uh, the sentence is really going on a long time. Uh, go fish. Go fish. We're on a boat. <laughs> We're on a boat. Padma? Padma? Nick, you're going home, as you knew, for the past 20 minutes on this show, okay? And he goes, he goes, well, this is not a failure. This Right now, I'm like, it's a failure. Stop. It is. It is, right Nick. Now. It's a failure. Please pack your knives and go stab, stab Gail's tires with them. I don't want to hear anything else, Nick. Nick, please pack your knives and learn about eggs. Because they're used in fish cakes. Yes. <laughs> so Nick goes away. And he says some things about what, you know, whatever. He's so sweet. He's going to be great. Yeah, I love Nick. Yeah, I'm he's so such sad. a nice guy. So then the, the, they keep the chefs there. And uh, Tamar's been crying. And Padma's like, I know it's been very emotional, very challenging, and hopefully also rewarding. But it's wonderful to see how much you and Nick have bonded. And honestly... I just want to see more crying like this from you, Damar. It's all I've wanted all season. Thank you for finally giving it to me. And now we will be taking you to one of two cities in the U.S. that's been designated as a UNESCO gastronomy city. That's right. Because Top Chef has a history of doing the finals in the most glamorous, exciting locations all around the world. We've been to Macau. We've been to Singapore. We've probably been to Europe. We went to Italy. Yes, exacto. So guess what? Pack your bags, because today we're going to Tucson. (laughs) Winner gets to get gas in Albuquerque. So let's see. <laughs> Congratulations. You're going to the home of the chimichanga, Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> wow. So there you that go. That is true, by the way. The chimichanga was, well, at least that's what they say in Tucson. But they do say, they do claim the chimichanga was created in Tucson. Well, there you go. Learn something new every time you listen to Watch What Crappens. Thank you, everybody, for being here for this very special episode of Top Chef. We've only got nine more to go this season. Let's see how many tacos Evelyn will try to pass off. Next week, Gail does a keg stand at 
I forget, is it ASU or University of Arizona? Well, it's some school in Tucson. She's going to do a keg stand. Would have been funnier if I'd done my research before I started talking. (laughs) Everyone, thanks so much for being here. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye, everyone. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Saboni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClelland. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She leaves us in stitches, it's Catherine Taylor. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthews sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.